Great morning, everybody, to you. It's November 23rd, 2015. This is Tom Miller for your weekly Monday mentorship call. You know, I know an email went out yesterday about there would be no live calls this week, and there won't be any live calls this week, but I couldn't let this action blocker, this, this short week, mean that you did not get what you deserved, and that's at least, at least, Monday mentorship recording. So I'm coming to you live. It's about 5:30 in the morning. My family and I are getting ready to go to Washington D.C. Um, and then up, up up north for a a 20-year tradition called Turkey Bowl. I'm very excited to to have this opportunity to see all my friends. This is this is a great uh, tradition for us. Uh, we started playing touch football 20 years ago every Thanksgiving morning, and we have not missed Thanksgiving yet, and very exciting to have our 20-year anniversary of Turkey Bowl. So that's where I will be this week, and so I'm very excited. Uh, definitely wanted to and make sure I had a chance to reach out to all of you, and, and you know, thank you for, for your trust and um, what you have done for, for our organization um, is incredible, uh, because when you think about an action blocker, um, you know, it's it's it. You know, you can always let those voices come into your head about oh, who's going to want to get on a, a virtual mentorship call once a week, and nobody wants to listen to you, Tom, and you don't have any content for them. And you know, I've got 120 people um, who se who sent me their email address who think differently, right? So that was very very exciting, uh, you know, for us. So you know, again, to have this trust and this opportunity to be your thinking partner. Um, this is very, very humbling for us, and so we just uh, want to thank you from the leaders, building leaders organization. Um, you know, thank you again for your trust and your time. So here we go. It's winter break, right? It's 28 degrees right now in Raleigh. I'm not sure what the weather is where you're at, but it's freezing everybody. And I wanted to start. You know, I really to, I think, this week I was listening to, to my own mentorship calls and, and my own recordings, my Dashboard University, every time I take those long drives. I never I never don't uh, listen to one of, you know, one of my CDs or, uh, you know, I get Success Magazine, and now that comes with a great CD and to listen to. And it's just, it's just always great to have those opportunities when you have those long drives to, to put something in your CD player or to put something in on that can help getting you, um, you know, think about about uh, your leadership, develop and grow. But it's hard to think. There's only seven months left, pretty much, in the school year. Maybe a little bit less for uh, some of you. And I want you to think back. Now that's 28 degrees. Think about when it was 95 degrees, and you were in your office or at your house or on your porch or at the beach. Right? Reading that book, researching, thinking, planning, developing, just looking for that one initiative, that one plan that was going to be the difference maker this year for you all. That one initiative that was going to break those bad habits. Remember that book that you had your assistant order, right? Or that organizer for the team. Because this year was going to be different. You weren't going to you weren't going to be managed by other people's calendars and, and agendas and emails. 
You weren't going to cancel any teacher observations or leadership meetings. They were going to be the most important thing you did this year. Your faculty meetings wouldn't focus on memo items. It would be constant professional development, feedback for your people, building your team, equipping your team. Right? Remember those plans? Remember those plans over the summertime? Well, it's halfway through the year, so, so how's that plan coming? How are you doing? Where is the school in terms of the goals that you set? You did set goals, right? Are you seeing progress? Are you ahead of your goals? Or is there something blocking that action? If so, that's great. That's great that something's blocking that action. You know why? Because it will be your failures that give you the necessary lessons for you to stand on to ultimately reach your success. We learn by failing forward. And as I mentioned through my own dashboard in, uh, university and, and development, I listened to a few teachings this week and each one of them have, have, have brought clarity to me. And I wanted to share some of these common action blockers that I want you to reflect on. We're going to talk about how to smash them, how to smash these action blockers. If you're not blocked, maybe your teammates are blocked. These would be four great opportunities for you to talk through and mentor your own team through their action blockers. Here's the first action blocker. Everybody has this, the voice of doubt. Remember, the most influential voice you'll hear all day is your own, so be careful what you say to yourself. Thank you, Zig Ziglar, for that. The most influential voice you'll hear all day is your own, so be careful what you say to yourself. We all have that gremlin, that voice that says, what am I doing here? I'm not, I'm not equipped for this. I can't leave this school. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never read a you know, professional development plan. I've never driven pacing guides. I'm not good at curriculum. My teachers don't listen to me. I'm not the first person to leave this school. Put that gremlin in its place. I already told you, this this virtual leadership program had gremlins all over it. It had gremlins all over it. Who is going to listen to you? People are too busy to listen to you. Nobody cares. You have nothing to say. I had to put that gremlin aside, and the, and the way that I did it is I sent out an email. I put it on paper. I put it on the website. I put a date up. I put a date up, and I said to that gremlin, well, you know what, gremlin? I have actually led a successful school. I was a state consultant for three years. I do have a lot of value. I do have items to share. People have told me they enjoy being on coaching sessions. I did start a business out of nothing. I have sustained that business. I am building a team. You sit over there, Gremlin, because you work for me. Right? You make that Gremlin work for you. You eliminate that 
voice of doubt. Anytime that gremlin creeps up, you tell him how successful you are. You tell, you take that gremlin to court. You state the facts. Don't take the counsel or the fears. Don't take the counsel of your naysayers, right? Don't take the counsel of your fears. They're only words, and they're in your head only. You have incredible value, and there's no one more prepared to leave this world than you. You tell yourself every day. You look at yourself in the mirror, and you remind yourself. Let's look at number two. Action blocker number two. Making excuses. Excuses are the quicksand of the living. They make me sick. Oh, I hate excuses. And right now is the perfect time for excuses. The perfect time. Oh, it's a short week. Yeah. I won't implement that new initiative. Yeah. I won't hold anybody accountable this week. Yeah, we've only got like 15 more days of school left before the end of the winter break. I mean, there's, there's no sense in starting anything now. You know who's not making excuses? The school that scored 100 under EVOS last year. The school that continues to explode with their proficiency on an annual basis. The school that has extended school day. The school that has school over, over, over long winter breaks. The school leader that's out there recruiting your teachers. school that's marketing door-to-door in your neighborhood taking your kids. The school that's so hungry to make a difference, it'll stop at nothing, nothing to reach its goals. Don't let excuses permeate the culture of your organization. Create a no-excuses environment. There might be reasons why a project failed, but that I already told you that the failures, okay, the failures that you occur on the long way are what's going to make your plans even stronger, right? You should always be expecting problems. Use your job to navigate through them. It's your job to see them. Don't let your leadership team or you allow excuses and generalizations to drive your school culture. We live in an excuse-driven environment. Everybody has excuses. From parents don't care, kids aren't the way they used to be, you don't respect anybody. The state test is, is, is ridiculous. CPI is too slow to do anything. Nobody helps me. I mean, come on. Get off of it. You are a difference maker. You're a leader. Leaders lead. Lead. No excuses. Put up a big banner. I remember when I was when I was a principal, we had this big giant white banner my first year. And we had a staff development session, and I had everybody write down every reason why they felt we weren't successful. 
every single thing. And then I had them go back and circle all the things that we, we, we couldn't control. And that was our no excuses banner. We couldn't, none of those things could ever, ever be said in a staff meeting again. They weren't allowed. That language wasn't allowed at our school. Because there's no sense worrying about it. You can't, you know, you can't control everything. But what you can control is the environment during your day. You can control how much you prepare for your lessons. You can you can control uh, your calendar, your daily schedule, making sure you get into those teachers' classrooms. Make sure you do those walkthroughs. Make sure you get that feedback. Okay, make sure that you are checking on the pacing guys. You are analyzing data. You're holding people accountable. You're holding yourself accountable. So let's avoid that second action block, making excuses. Let's look at number three. This is a big one. Needing to know all the details. Why do people feel like they need to know all the details before they get started? I'll never understand this. Uh, Dr. Howard Fuller re uh, recently spoke in an event I participated in. Dr. Howard Fuller, he was the first ever African-American superintendent of Milwaukee County Schools. Uh, this guy is He's, he's an incredible speaker. I've, I've got to see him twice now. When I saw him um, last Friday at the, um, the Parents for Education 10-year anniversary event, uh, I mean, he just, he just knocked my socks off again. But, but I'll remember the first time that I saw him, it was at his, at his recent book um, uh, earlier this, this year. He had a book released and he was speaking to this small crowd at the library, and someone asked him for professional advice. You know, what would you, what kind of advice would you give me? You know, to, to you know move up the ladder. And he just laughed and he said, "I would never ask me for advice. I'm, I'm horrible at planning anything." He said, "But I'll tell you this." He said, "If you look too far before you leap, you may never leap." And and he's so right. Too many of us have incredible ideas, but we need to know every single little detail to get started. We know, you know, we we feel like we need to know everything. We need to make sure the timing's right, right? The plan's perfect. It's written down perfectly. It's spell checked. It's ready to go. You know what? Screw that. Clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Don't suffer from paralysis through analysis. Start before you're ready. Do it scared. Just do it. Just try it. Pilot it. Find a teacher to pilot it. Find a grade level to pilot it. Just get going. Put it in. Stick it in there. And if it doesn't work, think back and reflect, why isn't it working? Do I have the right people in the right positions? It's the timing issue. You have to mend your time. Demand the resources. Adapt, adjust, overcome. Right? Everything is figure outable. You can figure out anything. Everything is figure outable. So go for it. Go for it. Build a team so you, so you can focus on it. Right? 
find out who's got that strength, who's who's got that skill set to make to make that initiative work. Right? Who's you know who who's the doer? Who who's the doer on the grade level? Who, who's the doer on the leadership team? You don't need to know all the details. Just jump. Build your wings as you go. So far, we've talked about three action blockers. First, the voice of doubt. Second, making excuses. And third, needing to know all the details. Let's look at our fourth, fourth action blocker, and then we're gonna we're gonna dive right into how to squish these. I've already kind of jumped the gun and given you a couple, but fourth action blocker is eliminating the negative. We don't see things the way they are. We see the we see things the way we are. If we're in a negative mood, we're gonna we're gonna see things negatively. Yeah, I've been hearing this, you know, right there, uh, at, you know, many schools that we have an opportunity to partner with, you know, hey Tom, staff staff morale so so low, and I I just never understood staff morale. I'm not a big staff morale guy. Because I know and I believe that the only person that can make you, you happy is you, right? You choose to be negative. You choose to look. Now, sometimes we work in some really dark, dark environments and we're tired of getting beat down and it's the same old groundhog day. I, I get that. But you choose your attitude. You choose the way you see things. You choose the way you, you respond, right? Be the filter. See the positive. Everything is figure outable, everybody, right? Everything is figure outable. Don't sweat the small things. Everything's small. You'll figure it out. You'll get through it. Especially when you think positively. Colin Powell said, I, I love this. Alex Quigley actually Alex Quigley actually shared this this quote quote with me. Alex is former principal of Maureen Joy, and now he's at Pave Southeast and the head of the Charter School Advisory Board. He wrote this down in my cubicle once when I shared with him um, the man in the arena. Uh, you know, Roosevelt's a great um, uh, poem, but he wrote down Colin Powell's beauty. Never take the counsel of your fears or your naysayers. you got to eliminate that negativity. It's easy to get caught up in the negative because, let's face it, no one likes to be around successful people, right? Everybody, everybody wants to bring everybody down all the time. I call them the crabs in the bucket, right? You ever go crabbing? Have you ever been crabbing before? You know, nice blue claw crabs. Crabs, sorry, blue claw crabs. There's, there's, there's a combo word. You know, you reach in, you try to get one crab out of the bucket, and there's like seven other crabs attached to it, right? The crabs in the bucket always pulling you down. Don't be that crab in the bucket. Don't surround yourself with crabs in the bucket. Attitude is everything. When you find yourself at the head of the class, it's time to find a new class, everybody. Eliminate the negative. So these four action blockers right here, we're gonna we're gonna work really hard finish off 2016 avoiding these 
these four action blockers. Number one, the voice of doubt, right? Put that gremlin, take that gremlin to court. Making excuses, okay? Needing to know all the details and eliminating the negative. So let's reflect on how we're going to squish these action blockers, right? Number one, we're going to build our team, right? We're going to continue to build our team so you can focus on your strengths, right? Identify what you're great at and surround yourself with people who fill your gaps. Build them up, coach them up, delegate those pesky items that continue to pull you away from the key issues. Impacting the organization self. Build a team. If you want to go fast, do it alone. But if you want to go far, build a team. Build a team is the first way you're going to do it. And you're not going to build a team of naysayers. And you're not going to build a team of negative Nancy's and Debbie Downers. You're going to build a team with great attitude, who are like-minded, and think differently. Number two, we've already talked about this probably a hundred times, take that gremlin to court. Remember that gremlin we talked about who told you you can't leave a school? You can't transform, you can't can't change mindsets. Take them to court and let them know the facts. Lay out the facts. Write down. Take this down. Get a piece of paper and write down everything you've done to be successful to get in the place that you are now. All right. I'm writing mine down right now. I did lead the highest performing middle school in the southeast region. I did complete my dissertation on the characters of affected charter school. I did lead many state initiatives for the state of North Carolina as a consultant. I've coached teachers and leaders successfully. I've sustained the business while doing so. We do currently partner with over 35 schools. That's 20% of the charter schools. We have some sort of relationship one way or another. A lot of people thought I'd be lucky to get one. Heck, most days I thought I'd be lucky to get one. But we're not stopping. We're not stopping, and I let my gremlin know that he works for us. And we will succeed. Because that's the second action block. We're going to take that gremlin to court. We're going to build a team, take that gremlin to court, and teach your team how to eliminate their gremlins. Number three, don't let excuses permeate the culture. We've already talked about how to create a no no excuses environment. Right? Anytime you ask someone, is that an excuse or is that a reason? What are you gonna do about it? What are your ideas? Don't come to me with a problem unless you come with a solution. Be their thinking partner. Always be thinking about the unintended consequences ahead of time. Think about what can go wrong. The first thing I do, I think that's one of my greatest strengths, is, is to think about what could go wrong and how do we get ahead of it. Have we thought about this? All right, what are we going to do if that happens? How do we eliminate? It's all about being responsive, everybody, not reactive. Be responsive. Get ahead of the game. Remember I told you, excuses are the quicksand of the living. Number four, probably the most important action blocker squisher. It's what you did all summer. 
plan your work, and work your plan. You spend all that time over the summer creating the plan. Take the plan out. Be intentional. Adjust your priorities. Expect problems and always, always, always point to success. Successes. Review your plan daily. Take that plan out. Hang it up on the wall. Write the key points. Okay, create a goal chart. Remember what I told you? How did this program start? Last February, I was in Florida. John Maxwell team program. One of the mentors was talking about how he does a virtual coaching program. And then I started writing that out. I started, I started scribbling out the outline for what this program could be. It was February 2015. March came around. I kept tinkering. April came around. I kept tinkering. I asked some people. June came around, and I still had I was like, oh, Tom, you're not going to do this because the gremlins are creeping in. And I told you, I put it on my website. I made it public. Make your plan public. Let other people hold you accountable. Being stuck stinks. You don't have a thinking partner on your campus? Call me. My number is 910-431-7441. Call Jeff. Call me. Call Jeff. Email us. Find a way. We will think it through. We work for you. Plan your work and work your plan. All right, everybody. Let's review real quick. Four action blockers we're going to avoid. We're going to identify and avoid and squish them, voice of doubt, making excuses, needing to know the details, and eliminating the negative from our lives. What we're going to do to, to squish them, destroy them, build a team so you can focus on your strengths. Take that gremlin to court and make them work for you. Don't let excuses permeate the culture. And plan your work and work your plan. You will be successful. You are successful. You are a leader. Leaders lead. Do it. Do it. That is my teaching for this morning, Monday, November 23rd. I'm so sorry that I'm not with you live. I hope you take the opportunity to listen to this call because I feel it's extremely important, especially over these next five weeks, that you continue to keep your foot on the gas with your team. Make sure they're all coming with you. Take that plan out. See where you are. You made incredible, incredible plans and reflections from last year. You're halfway through the year. How are you doing with them? I want to tell you I thank you so much. Have an incredible week with family. Make sure you give thanks to those around you. And I thank you for being a partner with us. I'm very serious about that thinking partner piece. You've already paid into the program. It's not going to cost you any money. Call us. We don't care. We love it. We want to be your thinking partner. You add value to us as much as we hopefully add value to you. Have a significant week, everybody, and make sure you make the difference in someone's life every day.